Hello, and welcome to Bitten by a Radioactive Podcast, where we give powers to a name. We are here, we got we got the clay on the table, the table is also doing like a little spin. Come come bring your hands on this clay, everyone. Let's let's get together, let's mold well, this into some sort we're, we're doing like a, a multi-tiered ghost. <laughs> oh like a huge spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Let's let's just all get in there and have a little 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 meld of the clay and let's make a, a nice little superhero for everyone to enjoy. Now, Jade Sarson. Yes. Josh Randall, my fellow co hosts, if you would like help me form this totem pole, this 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 superhero creating totem pole so we can properly give this wonderful this this blank slate some 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 wonderful personality some character arcs some maybe even a superpower or two who knows you don't need a power to be a superhero we, we've all learned that by now but but it sure helps yeah, it, be, <laughs> it, it, it helps but you know it's it's not required um i mean we are all superheroes and we don't have any superpowers unless wow. someone's not telling me something <laughs> this there's an extra pair of arms here on 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 the cleaning oh what the what the what the where do these come from? Oh, wait a minute. As I as I follow them up from the wrist to the elbow to the sh- oh, hello, special guest Harry Carla. Hello, hey, it's me, the biggest spoon in the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're just keep keeping things turning, keeping things warm, keeping things nice, and you know we got this intimate creative circle now. Thank you for joining us, Harry. Now, for those not in the know, can you? Tell, tell our wonderful listeners who you are and what you're all about, please. Hi, I'm Harry Connor. I use they pronouns. I've been, I mostly make comics, been making comics professionally for a few years and unprofessionally for many more years before that. I feel like that's a thing that not enough people put a disclaimer about when they make comics. It's like, hey, I've been doing it professionally for this long, but actually... <laughs> Here's how long I've actually been doing it. Yeah. Um, I should say the I should say the name of the thing that I do. The the main comic <laughs> that I do at the moment is called Finding Home, and it's on the internet. And it, um, what, what's what's Finding Home all about? No, I, I, I can help it. Oh it's, dear! It's, all right. It's fucking beautiful. <laughs> okay. Oh. Every, everyone should read it. It's it's beautiful. It features a lot of and um, I I may be overemphasizing. A lot of forest. There is a lot of forest. Like, yeah. like a lot. <laughs> I feel like that's like, the thing that people know me for. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, if if you need someone who's very good at like foliage and setting up just a a rich, beautiful scene, you want Harry for sure. I, I feel like my Comic Con pitch is it's a slow burn romance set in a fantasy world, but it's really about feelings, secretly about feelings. Indeed. Sliding that in there. Makes people cry. Comments about feelings. That's it. Yeah. Ooh. Well, according to the reviews, my favourite reviews, gotten saved. <laughs> that that sounds juicy. That's a juicy comic right there. You, you bring in the F word. Oh, come on. That's that's a tight one. Now, I guess we we touch upon it a little bit uh, during the conversation. But like, what what are your sort of inspirations? Your like comic inspirations? Your your creative. Insp- oh what what God. really lights that fire in you, Harry, to create? Um, oh, uh, I feel like I'm a very big fantasy nerd, just a really big fantasy nerd, um, mm. which I think maybe helps. And I think the biggest sort of inspiration for me is often like spite or like when I see things that I don't like. <laughs> That's a really big inspiration <laughs> for me. So making romance comics, seeing romance out in the world in films and stuff being done in a way that I absolutely hate is very inspirational to me. Hate is a very powerful, like, creative force. <laughs> yeah. Um, that people don't give enough credit for. Like, just seeing something's like, done so shoddily in film, like, y- y- there's just that... that feeling like that spiritual feeling that your your ghost is just rolling up the sleeves and it's like i i can fix this i know i know where the problems lie like the amount of times jade and i have watched a film and just like exploded with just rage and vitriol then and then they'll go and like create these wonderful comics afterwards like <laughs> it's i literally it's, did it's that palpable. last night we were playing uncharted and 
the main couple in that just had one of those very like Hollywood, you lied to me. No, I didn't. Uh. This is the essence of a good het relationship, <laughs> lying. <laughs> and I, I got so mad and I stormed upstairs and worked on my Ambrosia comic where characters are very good at communicating, like healthy people. <laughs> yeah, I really feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of, sort of romance tropes that t- to me have like no hold in like the real mm. world. No. Um, yeah, I, sometimes it makes me wonder if, like, I think people see romance as, like, you know, like, feminine or, like, a trashy genre or something, and that people who write... So, like, Star Trek episodes, right? You'll have lots of episodes that mm. are, like, oh, this episode is kind of, like, crime or noir or, like, totally different genre, and then they'll have an episode that's romance, and it's just awful. It just, like, doesn't work at all. <laughs> and it's, like, I wonder if any of these people have ever, like, consumed any romance media or experience that in their lives because like sometimes from the writing it's like "Mm, I couldn't tell actually I wouldn't know (laughs) it did take me a long time to like admit personally that like romance is my favorite genre yeah and for sure there's also it's hard because like if lots of the stuff that you see there are lots of romance comics that I'm also like maybe not necessarily into yeah. so I think that maybe it's the same with fantasies people find it difficult to see it as like a great big thing mm. right like mm. for lots of people fantasy is like Lord of the Rings not like yeah. I feel like I would argue that superhero is fantasy as a genre sci-fi is fantasy it's all fantasy isn't it isn't all fiction mm. fantasy in the end mm-hmm. definitely it's, no 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 no. it's not fa- it's speculative fiction thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> getting specific here <laughs> Oh god, that that felt awful. Ugh, get off me. <laughs> now, now, Harry, um, you you have wonders a little bit um, that you're not a huge fan of the superheroes. I you have, don't know a lot about well, them. Well, I've seen, I have seen superhero films, so oh. you know, a, a solid handful at least. So uh, excellent, excellent. Pretty much an expert. You, you can actually. be sort. <laughs> you, you you're an expert but you're also like our our galapagos island you know this is where like the heroes will evolve differently from your mindscape than they might okay. say josh's <laughs> mindscape who is and you know, in trees int- perhaps all right got it yes <laughs> no this this is this is this is good like but what about like characters in general what kind of characters are you sort of attracted to are you like drawn towards i should say more politely <laughs> that's two different questions <laughs> yeah those are very different <laughs> oh my god i don't know what, what what characters do you like what characters do i just like in the world out there mm. or is there maybe like an archetype that you go for like jade has their trash bags <laughs> thanks <laughs> trash bags with good noses that's Jade's go-to archetype. I can narrow that down further. Like, mine <laughs> is trash bags who are rivals. I'm always into good mm. rivalry characters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. I, I, I don't even know if I can think of an archetype. I'm so sorry. I've got no, no good right. oh, cool. answer for your question. I mean, can I can I make an assessment of <laughs> having, having drawn You're going to know the answer characters? better than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on. I just wanted to like point out like how I don't know, like gentle your characters seem to me sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Some sometimes. Um yeah. like that that said, I do remember I drew um oh gosh, I've forgotten what they were. They were like an um an elf of some sort. You did a thing for Nicks like years ago, right? Yeah. And that character was practically rabid. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I I guess I can't even think. I mean, queer characters. Lots of queer characters, I guess. But I'm not sure I've really got a better answer than that. Yeah. I I think I also maybe like quite like complex storylines, but whether Mm. or not I'll be able to... I probably shouldn't have said that. I'm just not going to be able to reproduce (laughs) it now. (laughs) Oh my God. I can't wait until we create the next Watchmen in the next like 50 minutes. It's going to be... It's well, going to be tight. I have read Watchmen. There, be... there we go. One tick. <laughs> there you go. We, we are off to the races. <laughs> now, um, you, you're going to like this one, Harry, because, you know, I had an inkling that you'd like the fantasy genre. You know, it just it just came to me. Um, <laughs> so what I have here 
is is a generator from twitter.com is from the user at beverly love and they made a meme it's find your fantasy book title oh mm, this this is a good one basically uh you take your birth month and your first initial and you, you get a sweet sweet uh fantasy book title that will probably go on to to make millions uh so for example mine would be uh girl girl roses sweet sweet girl roses <laughs> now we gotta find your name for this one harry so uh what what is your like birth girl month roses could be like horror sorry uh, August. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just just kind of terrifies me a little bit um but yeah, what what month were you born in, Harry? August, sorry. <laughs> so that's world. Uh, you are world air. What? World air. <laughs> like H A yep. like H E I R. Now we we play hard and loose with the English language. So if you want to be world <laughs> hair or okay. world air, as like here is spelled A I R, but like. Mm. Mm. I kind of feel like nah. there could be a bit of wordplay there, couldn't there? Mm. Right? It can be some is, is sort of royal thinking? family heir to something, but also oh. maybe they've got air based, wind based, weather based powers or something at the same time. I like that a lot. I'm still thinking here about girl we roses, go. though. <laughs> yeah, girl, girl rose can go go like into the compost heap. We, we don't need oh, that. Okay, cool. I guess. So. World, world air slash hair. So I keep I keep pronouncing it with that hard H, but it's just to I define it for the like, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> could we? Could there be a triple pun? <laughs> oh, like listen, this is your hero. You could do whatever the the heck you want with I'm it. I'm trying to think how you'd get away with that on like the cover of a book version of this like oh, would it would, mess. It, <laughs> would it have like little ta- like pull out tabs for the letters and stuff so the h is in brackets it's it's like um spot gloss so that when you tilt the book at a particular angle you can see the word play is, is it possible to have like two or three different like slip covers that each one has a different name underneath like the ghost spoon many layered you just keep taking yeah. off a slip cover and then there's another one underneath with Holy another God. layer of pun <laughs> i can't believe you t- managed to tie this has got to be a first someone managed to tie dean's weird uh <laughs> intro metaphor into the episode <laughs> <laughs> I no i think like... i think oh go on <laughs> no i was i was literally just gonna say that there's like I think it's a D&D thing where they've got lots of like elemental characters like Janassi oh, or something in their hair. Yes. You can get like hair made of fire and stuff. And I definitely think you could have hair made of clouds. Mm. So it's hair, mm. air, and air. <laughs> <laughs> Done. We, we tick that box. Um, you can just have like a little spinny wheel on the cover or something like a children's book. It's fine. <laughs> we can we can, we can can talk to the printers about that. Of course, of course. Um, so... This world that this person is inheriting, the, the, the heir of, um, would you say, like, they, perhaps they are, like, ab- existing above the clouds of, of a world that's below? So, like, their, their cloud hair sort of matches their, their setting? Yeah, I think that, that could totally work. I think that maybe it's, if it's quite magic, you know, if they're already some sort of, They've already got their own sort of royal system. Mm. They could definitely live in sort of the clouds or maybe even sort of space, sort of Guardians of the Galaxy Ooh. level superheroes. Maybe they've come mm. from space to Earth. I like I like um, fiction where like there's royal hierarchies that just like the the world that they're set in that are just completely unaware of. So like you have like, oh it's the king and queen of the fairies, and it's like they actually have no dominion over the world that they exist in <laughs> i really like that so they're, they're just in- like this this person is inheriting the world but actually they have no effect on it it's, it's like a title only yeah or they or the person that like gave birth to or possibly spawned them also spawned like hundreds and hundreds of other space children you know <laughs> they're just one of a thousand heirs, to be honest <laughs> which is why they maybe left the planet to go and do something else uh-huh See, I was going to mention about like the whole planet origin. Like, maybe it's like a like a Discworld thing where like there's not really like space. It's just it's just like more up. 
You know, this, like, th these are clouds. They've got to come from the air. Like, this is a flat earth that they're inheriting. <laughs> um, they, they've, they've got their cloudy hair. They've got f thousands of, like, siblings. Like, that, that... Josh, what do you think? Um, I'll try to figure out this whole layering system. Are we, like... Because there, di there are different types of cloud, like, the higher you go, isn't there? That's not a thing that I've dreamed up. No, that's the thing. <laughs> so, is it potential that each kind of layer of cloud is a different kingdom on top? Oh. But each... Now, this is where it could go off, is that each layer of cloud is connected, is kind of the crown of the previous monarch beneath it? Oh. That is wild. It's like some kind of really weird like um, babushka doll. But it's like, really going on uh, that layering theme. Yeah. I mean, could it be World Airs and it's a whole team of cloudy superheroes and each one is like from a different layer of cloud, right? Holy shit. So like, oh, Cirrus has like really spiky hair that's like disappearing off their mm. head. And then, you know, Cumulus has like great big... And then they can literally just be called the cloud name, so it's very easy. And if yeah, the franchise yeah. gets a bit tired, you just introduce a new one. Mm -hmm, I feel mm -hmm. like I was thinking like planets that are all gas, but actually flat world, layers of cloud, many superhero team. Go. I think that's a, that's a fun it's idea. pretty good. You, you've got that franchise mind, Harry, that we appreciate <laughs> here so much. Um, no, the, the, okay, so we, we, we've got a team. Uh, Jay, Jay loves it when we do teams because they have to draw like like five or six different characters in one illustration and i hear that's very easy i for think them. that you can cover quite a lot of their bodies just with clouds though exactly and yeah. the clouds can just be the blank space on the page so you can really Absolutely. just include small patches of whichever bit of the face you're most interested in drawing mm. like i won't have to i won't have to go too nuts because like with each layer it will get smaller and smaller mm. and less detailed <laughs> <laughs> Just to some dots behind the main character. Oh, they're mm. on a different cloud layer. There's yeah, a yeah. really big gap between those, didn't you know? <laughs> no, Jay's just going to buy like a, a stock photo and just draw faces on like all the different clouds. The clouds. Now, like... <laughs> oh, that's also really good. <laughs> so, so is each layer of cloud like we've established that they're like separate worlds? Yes. Are they aware mm -hmm. of the other layers? I would imagine that all of the mm. layers work in tandem as a mm -hmm. series of different, you know, empires or kingdoms. Mm -hmm. Each one holds yeah. up each other, kind of. Oh, uh, okay. So it, they don't just float like clouds. It's a physical structure. Oh, actually, yeah. I mean, I suppose they could... Floating would actually make sense, but for some reason, <laughs> when I... I think just when I imagined them almost wearing it like a crown, I kind of just assumed it was just like this one it's long gonna... cloud person. It's going to be very much like pick and choose with the physics that we want to use here. So I feel like <laughs> yeah. whichever is totally fine. Because if people need to interact with their, you know, presumably cloud houses in the sky, then it can all be real. <laughs> but also maybe the clouds are just floating magically and then they have like regular houses and they can interact with like physical substance in a normal way. Yeah, we're definitely going to have that classic problem of which point in the story do they fall through clouds and which point is the cloud cushiony like a pillow? Yeah, or are they made of like such an alien and different substance to like regular people that all of their superpowers have to be doing something with the air currents because they can't physically interact with the villains Holy... that they're trying to fight? G you galaxy brain here! Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see you've thought a lot about the clouds and how people would live up there. This is good. Well, I have now, um... yeah. <laughs> so, so, okay, so we can establish that the people that live in each of these layers, they have a basic level of power over air because they need to be able to, on a subconscious level, manipulate it so that they can stand on these clouds. Hmm. But then each of the world airs, or I guess we'd call them like layer airs at this point, um, <laughs> they perhaps have like stronger power over air. Okay. Yeah, I mean, here's the other thing. Mm. I feel like there's lots of stories where it fantasy stories where the person who's the main character gets to be like the prince. Mm. Yeah. And you know, they don't don't get they don't get voted into that position necessarily. They've just sort of inherited it. Yeah. So perhaps I would argue that we could go in the opposite direction with it. Maybe everyone is, you know, they do have hundreds and hundreds of kids and so everyone's some sort of heir of some description. And mm. the people mm -hmm. from each layer are not special because they are the most important 
in this sort of royal hierarchy, but they're special in that they are interested in what's going on in the world underneath mm. them. Because That's everyone else regular. is like, we live in the clouds, why would we be fighting crime just yeah. on the regular flat earth? So It's like, we're, we're up here chilling, like, we don't need to, like, point our eyes downwards to so that we, horrible place. No. What, what you're saying is, you have uh, perfectly encapsulated the ethos of this podcast, which is, to be a hero, you just have to give a shit about the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess that sort of brings us to the subject of fighting crime, being a good person. Like, we, we got this, this team of super clouds, wonderful super clouds, like, and I guess at some point they, they look down and they're motivated to, um, you know, help or just go down and see what's going on. Help each other. Uh, yeah. Um, but but what is it? What what does this comic look like when they do inherit the world? Like, are are it, is it even set in a like a modern period? Is it like just a a, a a fantasy world, like a high fantasy setting? Is it is it something else altogether? Like what 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 are we looking at here? What do we think? Well. Can I be honest, um, when Harry said early on, like, oh, um, there's, like, multiple heirs and, you know, they, they've just inherited it and uh, I was thinking about how they have just, like, it's in name only, it's they, they're they having no effect. Um, hmm. I was thinking of Jupiter Ascending, <laughs> <laughs> where, where they just, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, you own the Earth. But you don't really actually have any say in how the Earth operates or oh, okay. have any effect on it. But um, yeah, I guess like it would be nice to have people who have ownership of, or well, not people necessarily. Like these these characters, they have ownership over the world they live in, but it's not in like not in a capitalist sense. Basically, like I don't own this thing so that I can exploit it. Own it as in I take care of it. So yeah. could they be, they do come from some other planet. The planet is one of those gas planets that's all gas all the way through. Mm-hmm. And there's mm-hmm. airs, lots and lots of airs, loads of them. And some of them have got Earth and they've been sent to Earth. But it's basically a sort of ceremonial position. They're not expected to do anything. Mm-hmm. When they arrive, mm-hmm. they come down onto Earth. They get involved in people's lives. They fight crime. They try and improve things, you know? Mm. And they're yes. utterly bewildered at the concept of crime because where they've come from, it's like, but why would you exploit others? Why would you want to inflict misery and pain? We've come from a place where we help at all levels. Like, everyone just helps each other out. This is a completely Mm. alien world to us. They come from a sort of abstract, high-concept, sci-fi from 40 years ago kind of world where there's no crime and nothing like that. (laughs) So they're all coming down presumably sort of glowing or something very incorporeal <laughs> and fighting crime but exclusively through just wind just sort of moving the air it's like can it can it be like this really gentle thing as well like um not in the kind of uh avatar sense of like air bending and earth bending and stuff where you kind of do a lot of violent moves with the elements mm. but more like gentle movements of um like getting people out of the way of being hurt and just breaking up fights and things like that. <laughs> That's really just... good. And also I feel like it could be really it could be like tiny things. I think if you're going like gentle with the direction of the action, maybe they just like you know, they just like rain on someone who is gonna go and commit a crime and now Yeah. Like so, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, oh and the their their explosives are damp so they can't light it. So they think that they've made the decision for themselves. To not do the crime, but actually, in the end, it was magical See, air being. Yes, <laughs> Does yes that make I sense? like that a lot. <laughs> that could be like a little bit of an arc as well, because maybe they come down and they're so bewildered by like the concept of crime, they're like, "I'm all, I'm gonna do like the worst thing possible," and they just like drizzle on them a little bit, and they're like, "That serves you right." Meanwhile, this like bag snatchers just like run off down the street. They don't <laughs> really care, and so like. They have to learn to be like a little bit smarter about what they do. Learn about that human culture as well, you know. Um, I like, you I about like human... Harry's take on it being more subtle, though. Like well, maybe okay. they arrive naive, think well, we can fix this. We come from perfect society, and they are doing mm. Airbender shit all the time to begin with. And then yes. they're like, oh, now people hate us. There's that whole arc. 
Mm. They they realize oh. they're doing more harm than good. They've like tried to fix things in with their like godlike powers and it hasn't worked out and in the end they end up taking that more subtle approach. Mm. Oh, it's like one of those fantasy books where you get to the end and it's like, could it be real? Because maybe now <laughs> they're they're just like invisible and sort of raining on things occasionally to try and sort things out. <laughs> They can do my favorite I'm, hero trope of stop like parading around going, praise me for fixing everything, when actually you can just fix things and not want praise for it. So they yes. can just do these like little, little like, you know, those uh, very classic hero things like rescue the cat from the tree and help the elderly person cross the street. So instead of like swooping in and being like, I will save you, kitty, they're just like, across the road in a calf having a, like a cupper and they just notice this cat and they just gently waft it down and no one sees them do it but they know they've made a difference yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think i was Aww. i don't think i like i'm clever enough to like think of this now but I, I like the idea that they can affect big change do you know what i mean oh they change who like wins an election there's like a, a horrible war going on but through incredibly subtle weather based powers they manage to yes. slightly nudge things in the right direction for humans. i like that they, a lot so like they're um, the winds of change aren't they oh, oh there we go done <laughs> that's very good. that's tagline <laughs> I was going to say, like, they can do um, some basic shit, like, oh, there's flyers all around for uh, the the bad candidate, but the slightly less bad candidate, because there's no good candidate, <laughs> the slightly less ban- uh, bad candidate has, like, no exposure to the people who'd actually be interested in voting for them. So the winds of change just swoop up them flyers. Yeah, I guess that's also... Around. There's also a lot of hubris in that, though, isn't there? Thinking that they know what's best for the world. I guess exactly. I think that probably the series doesn't make any sense if you start <laughs> considering stuff like that. So I guess we'll yeah. just forget it. I feel like you were like you're talking about something like very elegant and beautiful, and what I'm thinking of is that. Do you know the episode of Futurama where Bender is God? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so someone who's very, very well-meaning, but just just does not hit the target at all. Is that is that not the essence of vigilantism in a nutshell? <laughs> yeah, um, maybe there's like a whole series of you know there's like a spin-off series where one of them becomes a supervillain. They've gone mad ooh. with power. So they're like the Raphael of this like teenage mutant ninja turtles. They're like the 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 the, the dark thunderous cloud who <laughs> you know really wants to break some skulls. No, they, they all start off with like beautiful white cloudy hair, and then if they become. <laughs> <laughs> the more and more bad stuff they do, the more like stormy their hair gets. Oh my god! One of them is like, lads, lads, I have this power. It's it's new. I haven't felt this before. Where we've come from, it wasn't. I couldn't. I couldn't tap into it. It's acid fucking rain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Each one of the different clouds, even though this doesn't make any sense in terms of how clouds work, is a different name of a cloud, so their hair looks different, but also yes. all of them have different powers. So maybe some of them can only waft, and then others can do, like, lightning. Hmm. So then we, we don't... And then there's an arc about the ones who can only waft feeling inadequate, and then they can do things. <laughs> Again, with that franchise energy, this, you know, this is a 26-episode season right here. <laughs> I feel like I should have mentioned that the comic I'm doing at the moment is, like, 600 pages long, <laughs> and all the fantasy <laughs> books... You know those fantasy books that are like so big that the text on the spine is like horizontal mm. instead of vertical. Mm. I feel like that's the sort of thing that I'm into. So unfortunately, that is what I'm. No, uh, it's imagining. fine. Yeah. We're gonna make an entire toy line of each of these clouds, and they have like cloud hair that you can clip off like a Lego man, oh, and just definitely. you know swap them across. And there's a different one for the stormy ones. Yes, the stormy. Well, editions. I've been. Uh, I've just been looking up the. So we have four different types of cloud. So it's going to be a four-person. Uh, four cloud team. Is it really only four, or is that like well, there's lots of like... ones that are two things oh. together, aren't there? Well, because I didn't realise I was on this, but looking at that main kind of headline, it says types of clouds for kids. So <laughs> I think that's I feel... probably where we're at, though, isn't it? Yeah, like that's that's got to be where our target audience is. The so... other thing is, this one's like Nimbus. I think Nimbus just means rain, so you can stick Nimbus on well, the end of all the other cloud names. What what we've got is we've got a uh, Cirrus. Which is uh, thin and wispy and high in the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Looks a bit like cotton when it's been pulled apart. Made of ice instead of water. So, you know, you got that. Ooh, ice powers. Good. Classic. Okay. Uh, we've got like, Cumulus. I do like is... an ice villain, so, yeah. you know. 
They could um, be one of the susceptible ones to villainy. We've got a Cumulus, who's a puffy. Big um, afro hair Cumulus. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Um, formed when warm air rises carrying water vapour with it. They could be white or grey. Uh, white fluffy clouds mean uh, no rain, but um, dark or grey means it's going to rain. So we could probably use that idea about their um, their cloud hair getting darker mm-hmm. when they become a bit more villainous. Uh, we've got mm-hmm. Stratus, which is a huge, uh. thick blanket covering the sky. Uh, there's not much fun in there. And then we've got Nim- <laughs> then we've got a Nimbus, which means a cloud that has already rain or snow falling from it. Uh, these clouds are right. dark and seen during a thunderstorm. All right, neat. Water powers, Nimbus. Ice powers, Cirrus. I guess Cumulus can do lightning when it gets crossed. Blanket can be mm, can be I the like wafting the one, right? I like the blanket one because you could do like a lot of protective style thing. You know, like yeah, someone's falling like a from a burning building, uh, you just that's throw really up. good. Yeah, and they're a very chill person, right? Yes, yeah. yes. They just wrap. Oh. Sometimes when the rest of them are arguing, they just generate like a blanket around themselves and curl into a corner of the <laughs> seat that they're sitting in. Just like, just wake me when you guys are done. I was gonna say that, like, oh, when you were like, oh, blanket doesn't really do anything. I was like, I guess that's the character that isn't in it a lot. You've changed my mind. This is my favorite character now. Everyone's favorite character. Got it. Always napping. It's very cute. Perfect. This is the character that chimes in every so often to bring up those uh, counterpoints to what we've been saying before. Like, oh, this is the right thing that they'll do, and it's like, mm, is that technically the right thing? Just in the corner being like, what is right and wrong? Just yeah. bringing up some sort of philosophical arguments now and again, and then going back to sleep. Perfect. <laughs> oh, well, I did actually also look, and if stratus clouds are near the ground, they form fog. Oh. Yeah, 100% fog, very fog powers. Fog is great. <laughs> You're in that classic, you know, someone's robbing a bank or something, and the fog starts rolling in, and then all mm. of the villains are panicking, and they can't even see where they're coming from, but because the fog is arriving, you know that it's about to go down. Yup. Mm. You've just preemptively a- answered my question of how do these heroes uh, f- foil a bank robbery, which is our like mm. go-to situation. So mm. <laughs> save, save me a job. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> again, just like wafting, just a lot of wafting, a lot of wafting. The occasional like little zap of lightning, maybe if they're in the mood. Um, I feel like you bringing up ice powers does make me think that maybe they can't just like shoot shards of ice and stuff as well, though. But you get little. Maybe you get little moments of like one of the characters split off from the main team, and they're just doing some sort of gentle election rigging. Mm. <laughs> I mean, well, like hailstones, like that—that's ice. You can just like throw them across the bank floor. Watch those guys slip on those ball bearings, like oh, that's fucking oh, that's home alone really villains. <laughs> it's also more peaceful than just shooting ice at the face. So mm. I think maybe it's more in keeping with the tone that we've set so far. Just like from the. From the fingers, like guns, just like bang, bang, very violently, like knock them down. <laughs> you could actually, oh. oh, oh, okay. Visually, you could play with that a lot. Like you can have the very kind of action comics take on them using their powers. So, like you say, the finger guns thing. So it looks very violent. They're like bam, bam, and they shoot out some hail. But then you pan out, and it's just a gentle like. Raining down of hail on the floor. Yeah, but it's distracted them, and now they've slipped. Oh, yeah, yeah. you've done it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a bunch! What a bunch of doofuses. Um, speaking of comic stuff, I mean, if we were to put this into a comic, I can only assume there would not be a single um, straight line in terms of guttering or paneling. <laughs> it would just be fluffy or just kind of uh, loose. Again great for the artists because whenever you just don't really feel oh, I don't really want to don't know how to draw feet in this panel boom fog also wow. there's like a million ways to stylize clouds so you could just do it a different way every fucking I chapter I actually do really like drawing clouds yeah. <laughs> it's a good one you just gotta draw some wiggles I mean like you can get brushes that are just like clouds or like can we like streamline the production of this comic by just having brushes <laughs> that are just each of the main characters yeah, that you just stamp on? Perfect. <laughs> it's going to be like a 10-year series, so we've really got to think about what's cost-effective mm-hmm. for the franchise. Mm. And one yeah, of those things got- is covering whatever you feel like with clouds and using <laughs> stamp tools for everything. we got to think about this now so we don't get burnt out in like, you know, 2030 when um, the fu- the finale movie is out and we're like, oh god, just one more one more issue. How are we going to stamp? I mean, every... Every single power that you've mentioned 
has a very easy to use clip brush that I can think of. Hail, <laughs> screen tone, rain, literally dashed lines, lightning. I got a split, like, wiry brush for that, all sorted. I feel like I did a really bad job of introducing myself because actually what I really like is really long stories, like space, thinking about feelings and also I'm disabled so being like as efficient as possible when yeah, it comes yeah. to business is like that is something that I think about <laughs> now that we're discussing it like all right okay see see you could you could you just say that you found yourself during the recording of this episode because <laughs> yeah, I did. that'd be really great for us yeah I just remembered who I was as a person thank you <laughs> Jade put that on the website anyway <laughs> so <laughs> make, make one I'm oh, making shit. one right now business business let's go <laughs> uh, I think we, we got like a, a surprising amount of like character and um, just lots of handholds on this this franchise slash comic series slash mm-hmm. children's animated series um, we got like a vague arc about like where they're gonna go as well uh, in terms of potentially uh, you know the potential betrayals, the potential like being grumpy at Earth, the political intrigue. Like we, maybe we can use this this as a vehicle to teach children about politics. You know, maybe it's, it's twenty twenty. We need to get these children literate in these these subjects. I like this, how and this we is a- veered towards politics instead of the very obvious like Greenpeace approach mm. with you know these people who literally control the environment. Oh man, it just makes me think they're like, could they have just, could they be, could they solve global warming, but they just haven't? <laughs> it kind of sounds like maybe that's within their power. I think so. You've, you've got to figure it out. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. sep- here's a new separate storyline, which is that they don't have the power themselves to fix global warming. So they're petitioning to, you know, other more powerful, the, the, the more powerful people back in their oh. home society. But back in their home society, which is the, gas giant planet or whatever Mm -hmm. they're like oh you know how like venus used to be like earth (laughs) so you know venus is like really hot because of greenhouse gases i should have also mentioned that i have half an astrophysics degree that's why i'm really in space (laughs) perfect (laughs) so i don't know that much about it but there's definitely like planets that are really hot because of all the gas so basically they all come from venus the original head honchos of their society mm-hmm. oh. and they're all like well they need to learn their lesson they've done it to themselves we're not helping Whoa. them oh dang so his the other political storyline is you know in series 10 is they're petitioning people back home to help with global warming and they're like, like oh, and they, they've done it themselves these these pesky humans they've done it to themselves i do like a good kind of th- this has a good combo of tropes that i really like fish out of war so you've got like really dorky aliens saying like english in a way that sounds sort of like from the middle ages so they're like we are humans we oh, do dude. human things <laughs> definitely like a thor vibe yes right? there, there's lots of comedy scenes mm-hmm, <laughs> where they're just arriving and they're trying to do like normal human things but they can't like pick things up they don't understand Mm. And they like people. They walk through people and they get them wet all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say, like when they first arrive, they just hover everywhere, and it's like you don't, you don't do this. Like, oh, okay, we don't even think about that. All right, try touching down. Like, oh god, how do you guys even? How do you guys even get to your cloud houses? How? (laughs) But then the other trope I was gonna say that I like is um, like otherworldly entities that are very unsympathetic. That's definitely mm. a trope that I'm into, actually. Right? <laughs> yeah, 100%. I've mm. just, like, revealed absolutely everything that I'm into, but, it's, like, through the process of trying to make this story, these See, superheroes. We, tr- we tricked you. We tricked you. you. Really At the very did. start, we yeah. were like, what characters do you like? And you're like, hmm, I'm not sure. And I've through no the idea. And I've found out. <laughs> I've completely found out. Yes, you have. <laughs> I think that when you were, like, fish out of water, that made me think, like... I feel like there's a lot of like dark opportunities there though right they don't realize people can't fly hmm. they drop people by mistake oh shit oh. They're, they're lifting them from place to place <laughs> there's a dark turn at the end of one of the episodes <laughs> and or i guess floppies that's very good this this is going to be like our like 20th anniversary like gritty reboot material um or or we just have it like someone gets dropped then um what was it Stra- stratus just like creates like hmm. a big Nice, nice uh, blanket. Okay, one of the four is really like, ha, airheaded. 
Uh, and they're just like they think it's really cute they're just trying to like learn about people as if they're like kittens or something and mm. they're just like messing around and all the others are like you need to take stuff more seriously and they're just like not taking it seriously and they're like I'm gonna help everyone I can do it whatever I want and one of the things they do is they're trying to like carry an old lady across the road and then like they drop her because they just like don't understand that that's something mm. that you can't do and then you know blanket suit is it Stratus? <laughs> which one's the uh, blanket? Yeah. sweeps in saves the old lady but it's like the dramatic end of an episode slash volume where they realise that actually they do need to listen to their siblings slash I mean, team. That's kind of like a, a good lesson lesson to learn. Like, hey, like take care of other people. Like you're not just it's not just you and your own story. There's other people out there that you need to take care of. Hey kids, it's me, Cirrus. And I'm here to tell you that you should take care of other people and that's what makes you super. Dun, yeah, dun. yeah. I'm definitely and now watch slam dunk. this this kid's <laughs> This is a kids' kids TV idea, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's good. They turn directly to camera. <laughs> I like um, I, I like how this has kind of circled back to your suggestion way back, where we're like, none of them are like special, like none of them are like the main character. But I think they all think they are. Like each of them <laughs> thinks they're the leader yes. of this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles team, but none of them are. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And of course, that's going to cause some strife. Um, I, I, you can do like a whole issue about them, like trying to one up each other. Like, hey, I just saved this old woman, like who was about to get run over. Oh yeah, well I saved the, the I saved the the foundations of U.S. democracy. What are you right. going to do? <laughs> One of the others is just older, and they're just ringing an election. <laughs> <That's Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, we we keep talking about the political stuff, but you know, we need an outlet for change. Please. <laughs> and this oh. is it. We just yeah. Made it. Our, <laughs> our, our Saturday morning children's cartoon about clouds is exactly the right, the right way to get political change going. Oh my god! <laughs> so so when they do the bank thing, like just coming back to that, mm. uh, we've had the fog roll in. We've had the hail. Um, unfortunately, all of the money has ended up outside of the bank because one of them actually spoke to the criminals and was like, "Hey, hey, uh, siblings, I, I." Can't believe this, but we were in the wrong here. You see, this this lovely gentleman here has informed me that people in the world don't have enough of this this currency. So I just figured we can just put it out there, and they can all take as much as they like. Right. They've called it redistribution of wealth. It's, uh, <laughs> and it just depends, like what the network will allow. But you pitch mm. maybe some different ideas for the episode. Um, but like one of the potential alleyways of that is just sort of learning about about the roots of poverty and that's yep. the whole and that's the episode and it, and parents are like oh it's just like a kid's cartoon with like cloud hair or whatever <laughs> and then they don't notice they come back in the room and one of them has turned to camera and they're talking about redistribution of wealth yes boom <laughs> hey it's your boy stratus so what's happening here is that lots of people don't have a home unlike you children uh what's up with that uh get your politicians to fix it peace bye credits roll yeah oh my god <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not as easy as just forming a cloud house. What we need to do. <laughs> Today we're learning about unions. <laughs> uh, oh my god, no. There would be an episode about that because the siblings finally come to a, a heated head of the who's the leader argument and they realize they, they, they like learn about unions and fucking control of like autonomy over business and things. I can't wait for our series to get banned in America. Jeez. Yeah, perfect. It's one of Pitch the biggest markets in the world, guys. <laughs> it's fine. We, we, we've done plenty of other of, uh, comic series for the uh, the mouse. They, they, they don't need this one. We we pitch the idea and it doesn't get accepted. But like three years later, there's like a kids cartoon about clouds. But it's all just like oh, and they shoot ice out of their hands and kill people. Yeah. Oh, their hair is lightning, and that's it. <laughs> And we get the lawyers, get the lawyers on this. We we got audio proof that this mouse <laughs> stole our idea. Um, speaking of ideas, have we got any last ones before we uh we wrap this up and and blow away ourselves? Um, um a- any quick not so buys? much an idea, but there was a question. I think it was when we said that someone walks through one of the clouds, or the clouds walk through someone else. It's just yeah. So what are they looking like? Oh. So obviously we got cloud hair. But I'm guessing that's they just going to turn like into curly kind of. Are they kind of doing that thing where? Try to think of what. Well, they the, they, they, uh, they like disguise ter- as humans. The T1000 in Terminator 2. You know, are they just kind of like they're this big old metal thing that 
somehow looks like they're wearing normal clothes. So they do. <laughs> so are they doing it like they're clouds, and then somehow they form their clouds into shapes, <laughs> or are they just like? Cause especially like when we said we're gonna, like one of them was gonna have coffee and then save a cat. I was trying to figure out what this cloud Listen, thing was doing, sitting down I there. Think they, can't think their about consciousness, it. their consciousness, but in a cloud. But they're such an advanced life form that you couldn't possibly, like, as a human being, like, really conceive or understand how all the like neural connections are really happening because they just sure, sort of look sure. like wet rain. They're just like <laughs> a sort of spirity looking person who, depending on whether or not it's a comedy episode or you're learning about unions, can switch between not being able to corporeally interact with anything. <laughs> And having a hilarious moment where they don't understand how to order coffee. Mm-hmm. I think what Harry is trying to say in a roundabout's way, Josh, is shut up, don't think about it. Uh, you know, just... <laughs> cool. No, no, they... I'm very interested in this conversation as the person who has to draw them. Yeah, uh... I mean, it'd be fine if this was a if if this were if this cloud-based Saturday morning kids thing was a podcast. Yeah, if this unfortunately, was a radio we do, show. We do kind of have to figure out what the th- what the heroes look like. They're like a people shape, but like a sort of spirity shadow and glowy eyes and big cloud hair. Yes, yes. Like cool. they, they, okay. and you don't they have, have to shade be, them or anything. They have They're to just be like humanoid. One. But mm-hmm. if you you know if you look too hard, they start to blur, and you're not quite entirely sure what you did see. You're sure it was a person, but now mm. that you think about it, you could be wrong. They're just always in your peripheral. Yes. I love that we're making something that's undrawable. What a good time. <laughs> can you, if they can, like, if they're like a sort of incorporeal shape, can they change into like animal shapes? That's oh, my final question. They, I've caught. They can do whatever you want. They're your children. They're okay. yours. <laughs> I feel like they've already got good like powers. You know, it's already a Ill, ill-defined limits of what they are and are not able to do in this enormous I mean, sprawling hypothetical franchise. <laughs> I suppose. Who are we to say what clouds can do? Clouds could con- transform into. I mean, th- we we. I mean, who hasn't looked up at a cloud and said that looks like a dog? Yeah. Do there scientists even know <laughs> what clouds are? I think not. Yeah. No. Has it been, has it been proven? End of discussion. <laughs> <laughs> what if what if they can only transform into like humanoid shapes and animal shapes that match their cloud type? So like the blanket cloud can only transform sort of into like. Flat fuck alligators, that sort of thing. <laughs> That's really good. I also really like the cloud shape idea that people, someone walks past in the street and they're obviously trying to be a humanoid shape, and someone else is like, oh, look, it looks like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, okay, I think I think we're gonna close the book on this one. I, we, we've got we've got the plan laid out ahead of us. Um, There's too much I'll, potential. I'll... We could go on for another hour at this rate. I'll. Make sure I send this to Netflix and they can just get back to us and, you know, I'll, I'll let you know what happens, Harry. Right, um, thank you. Thank you so much for um, joining us and creating this wonderful band of hero clouds, um, moneymakers. <laughs> thank you, you so oh, much. You, you said band of. There's, I'm pretty sure it's like you could have said like a band of high pressure or something. You could, you could have fitted it in. With, with, with <laughs> oh, a hold on. There's somewhere. definitely a pun. There's a pun somewhere. Yeah. So just oh. you know, just take it from the top again, Dean. That's fine. Just, just go ahead. <laughs> okay, I'll, um, mm, take two. Harry, thank you so much for helping us create this wonderful band of high pressure that has washed over us and will continue to do so for the next two weeks. <laughs> good. good. How's no, that? No, I'm, 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 I'm happy with that one. Um, yeah, good. Carry Excellent. On. Uh, yeah. Th- again, thank thank you for for joining us. Thank you for um, again discovering discovering yourself and um sharing your <laughs> wonderful creativity with the world um it, it means a lot thank you so much for having me and letting me uh just invent an extremely long franchise cross genre nonsense that's um, so what we're here for the recording of this episode uh is a legally binding contract as well so you have to join us in creating that for the next uh, oh, 10 okay. years okay got it all right uh no backing out on that <laughs> I one i retract um, my thanks but i guess no backing out now so <laughs> While you're drawing the concept art for uh, our series, uh, where can uh, people find you and your comics? Uh, Where can people find your art, Harry? I am Harry Draws everywhere on the internet. And Harry is spelled like H-A-R-I. And my comic is called Finding Home, which is on Tapas and Webtoons. But probably the easiest way is to just find Harry Draws and there'll be links to it. Um, I feel like... If you'll let me, I'm going to plug something else. Go on. Hey, yeah, pl- plug away. <sighs> I do a podcast. 
<laughs> Why does everyone sound so exhausted when they admit that they have a podcast? <laughs> I like the podcast, but it's the kind of podcast where we play D&D and then other people listen to us. So it's a very specific kind of thing. It's called mm. Draw Your Swords Podcast, so that it spells dice, but also because everyone who does it is comic artists and writers. And it's on Spotify and iTunes and YouTube. And on YouTube, there's also like a um a little one shot that we did recently. Which was like so much fun. So if you're not a fifty hours of content person, it's just like a little three episode new thing that's just gone off on YouTube. Oh. oh, delightful! Y'all should go check that stuff out right after Josh tells you how to. You, you can support our podcast, Josh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes, you do uh, ours first, then <laughs> then yeah. they leave. How dare you? Um, <laughs> we're we're on Spotify too. Um, <laughs> You can find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and whichever handle you leave, um, we will happily turn into a hero for you. So you too can be a hero. If you um, leave us a review, please. Yes, yeah, so please leave us a review. Um, so we're not just on... That's where you can find our podcast. But if you just want to find us, uh, we're at Twitter, BBR underscore podcast. Uh, and we're, what we'll be doing is we're posting up an illustration of our new uh, cloud companions. And we'll also, uh, yeah, be putting up all links to where we can find all your work, Harry. And, yeah, we'll post up loads of other stuff. Yeah. It's fun. It's a fun place to come hang out with your friends. Tell, t- tell them about us, especially because, <laughs> you know, sharing is caring. Um, and you don't want to get struck down by naive clouds that may come and haunt you in the night. Um, <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> did I mention they're also my children and they can do my bedding as well (laughs) Uh, um, again thank you so much Harry it's been a pleasure Um, and all that's left for me to say is that you've been bitten by a radioactive podcast Uh, I am Dean Uh, damn those clouds are going to spoil my barbecue McKnight Uh, I'm Jade I wish I could find myself on a podcast and I am Josh (laughs) Uh, Randall (laughs) Lovely Thank you so much Goodbye everyone